Hello, Youngstown, and welcome back to the Youngstown Parent Storytellers Project. I am Tara Walker-Pollock, your host and your creator. And so today I am really happy to be at Youngstown Community School. Uh, this podcast episode is brought to you as another collaboration between us and uh, United Way of Youngstown in the Mahoning Valley in their Success After Six program. So I am at the pilot site of Success After Six, which is Youngstown Community School, and I am sitting down with Miss Letitia Dawson. Hi, Letitia. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, Mrs. Pollock. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, absolutely. So I know we've been trying to get together for the past, you know, several <laughs> weeks, but, you know, life happens and, you know, we have to readjust and reschedule. Right. But I'm glad we were able to make it happen today. Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. I'm excited as well. Good. Good. So... Again, we just want this to be a conversation between you and I, okay. uh, just getting to know each other a little bit better, okay. and I definitely want to hear about your Youngstown story, so okay. if you could tell me just a little bit about you and okay. your connection to the Success After Six program, because I believe you have a daughter in yes. Success After Six. Yes, I do. Okay. So my Youngstown story is, um, I'm a native of Youngstown. I was born and raised. Okay. Uh, I graduated in 95 from the Rand High School. Okay. Um, I moved away to Columbus for college. Mm -hmm. um, I stayed there for about 20 years after, you know, starting a life and family and things of that nature. Right. And um, I moved back to Youngstown about three years ago okay. to grow my business to this extension. I have a small business in Columbus, and I, I wanted an extension of it in my hometown. Got it. So I moved back here for that. Um, and so my connection with Success After Six is my daughter, Kennedy. Mm -hmm. She started the program two years ago. Okay. And so... Uh, the program really for her, uh, it was a surprise. I had no idea that uh, YCS was going to have a program such as this. And okay. to be honest, I was a little nervous about sure. coming back home. Um, you know, unfortunately, the state of the city had changed a little. Mm -hmm. I was worried about her being in a public school. But mm -hmm. to my surprise, Youngstown Community School has gone above and beyond my expectations. Awesome. Yep, yep. And so her being a success after six has really helped her and me. Okay. Um, so before we moved from Columbus, um, Kennedy's father passed away. I'm sorry to hear that. Just maybe about maybe about three months before we moved back home wow. to Youngstown. Okay. And so the transition of moving was a change. I'm so sure. you know we knew that would be different mm -hmm. and possibly stressful. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you know of course the sudden change of losing a parent for right, her right. again was another stressor. Yeah. And so um, you know being in success after six for Kennedy has made a huge difference with her um, emotional. And um, kind of, I should say, mental relationship state. Mm -hmm. um, she's always been great in school as far as having good grades. Mm -hmm. um, cognitively, she's perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, but Kennedy was very withdrawn. Okay. Um, she um, she kind of kept to herself. She mm -hmm. wouldn't really talk a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and so being in success after six, it has been, oh, my gosh, you don't even understand. It's been such yeah. a joy for me as a mom to watch her blossom into her current character. Sure. Um, it's been such a, you know, a winning period for me to watch her uh, come out of that shell. And right. now not just talking, but having friends and not necessarily isolating yourself yes. anymore. Yes. So for me to see her thrive emotionally and mm -hmm. socially mm -hmm. um, because of success after six, yeah. it made me um, it made me so proud That's good. Um, to have made that choice to enroll her. Right. And, you know, into a Youngstown school. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so that's, so that's been our journey. Um, mm -hmm. So Kennedy is now, you know, blossoming into, of course, uh, you know, just, just a, a young child. Mm -hmm. But success after six has contributed a lot, um, again, socially 
and emotionally. That's awesome. And how old is Kennedy now? Kennedy just turned eight a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, okay, she just so had a, she a third grader? She's a second grader. Second grader, yep, okay. Yep, okay. Almost third grade. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So if we could back up a little bit. So you said mm-hmm. you have a small business. I do. Do you mind do. sharing a little bit about your business? No, absolutely. Sure, sure. So what we do is we offer um, education and training for child care professionals. Mm. So any state mandated class that a child care or early learning professional has to have, mm-hmm. we offer it. Um, okay. So our primary courses, of course, are CPR and first aid, sure. uh, communicable disease, child abuse, mm-hmm. and then CDA. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so I've had that business since about 2009. Okay. And so it's, you know, of course, uh, thriving in Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And um, just wanted to do something more with it. I, I love educating early learning professionals mm-hmm. because they are responsible for educating our yes. children. Yes. <laughs> so so, um, so I found that I, I have a passion for it. I love doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, I just wanted to expand my business to my home city, right. uh, not just to give back, but because it will also give me an opportunity to be active in, sure. in the community of Youngstown, right. um, you know, with a purpose. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Now, did you have, like, experience working in that field before you decided to start your own business? or? I did. So I worked at a child care center for about a year before I started nursing school. Okay. Um, and to my surprise, I liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do love children, um, mm-hmm. and so I enjoy working in the child care setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but as an educator, what I saw is that we have lots of people, whether in home or in the daycare setting, mm-hmm. you know, whether they care for kids in their home or in mm-hmm. a daycare, mm-hmm. they love children, they have a passion for them, mm-hmm. but they didn't necessarily have the right tools right. to help children grow, mm-hmm. um, you know, in a healthy manner. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. 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 I started my daughter in preschool um, about four months ago oh, wow. and it was... It was hard to get to that. It was hard Mm -hmm. to get to that point. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, My mother helped us out tremendously prior to putting her in school. And, you know, even when I was coming up, I spent a very, very, very short time in daycare. But it was family, you know what I mean, that stepped in and supported. So making that transition for her, like, this early, it was Mm -hmm. was hard. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So that probably was, like, were you very emotional putting her, letting her go to preschool? A little bit, but... I realized like this was what we needed to do at this point. Um, you know, my mother, she's been awesome and amazing yeah. and you know, she loved taking care of her. But you know, my mother had retired from her position. She was okay. with the post office for like thirty years. Wow. And so she had retired like a few months before I had my daughter. Okay. So she was really excited about becoming a grandma wow. and whatnot. But you know, I want her to be able to live her life, you yeah, know, and yeah. to be able to focus on being grandma and not always babysitter, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? And, you know, having high demand of work, you know, between my husband and I, it just felt like it was the right time to make that transition. She's an only child, like, in my on my side of the family, because um, I'm from this area. Okay. On my side of the family, like, the next cousin is, like, 17. Oh, my. So, she is the baby, baby, <laughs> baby of baby. the family. Wow. So, you know, just wanted to socialize her and give her yeah. those you know extra tools that she needs and she's really intelligent so just wanted to help further that development but it was it was hard it was hard yeah so if you can share a little bit about now you said you started your business in Columbus it's still thriving there but you know you're here Um, Columbus isn't really far away but Mm -hmm. I can imagine having a business there you know that might create 
um, some challenges, <laughs> if you don't mind sharing a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, so the business is still in Columbus. It is still thriving. And so you're correct. It absolutely creates challenges because mm-hmm. um, I'm a single mom. Okay. Right now, three. I have a son who's 21. Okay. Then Kennedy, who's eight, and Kyra, who's 11. Mm. And so, you know, of course, as a single mom, being in Youngstown, um, I want to be present for every single thing. Right. Uh, but being a, you know, a business owner, I, I don't quite have that luxury uh, mm. by choice, you know, because mm. I chose to be a business owner. Mm. And so there, there is the challenge of, you know, when I have to drive to Columbus and, you know, who's going to pick the kids up from school, right. uh, you know, homework, mm-hmm. uh, they're on Harambe and gymnastics, so, okay. you know, who's going to help get into activities right, and right. Uh, then there's a challenge when I'm here in Youngstown and I have, you know, uh, my instructor teaching or running the business up there, there's a challenge of, is it being done the right way, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that whole letting go mm-hmm. piece. Um, so it, it, it is a challenge, but when I tell you it, it is a challenge that I chose. Sure. And so I try not to um, complain about it a lot. You know, mm-hmm. when I have to drive to Columbus and be away from my daughters, um, mm-hmm. I like to say I get to go to my business or I get to go to Columbus. And I try not to make it, uh, you know, frustrating, even though yeah. I hate being away from them. Yeah. Because um, I, under, I understand that it, it's, it's a gift mm-hmm. to have this business and to be able to give right. to others and sow into others. Right. So, but of course, as a single mom, there's always the challenge of there's not enough of me. Yeah. I, need, I need two more of me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to get things done. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but God has been amazing. You know, he's provided me with a great support system. Good. Um, and my children are resilient. And so I'm very grateful for that. Good. Uh, but I, I do try to be present as much as I can here mm-hmm. in Youngstown with mm-hmm. them. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you have any tips at all that you can share, you know, for those parents who want to transition into maybe becoming a business owner or working from home and pursuing a business and still being present as a parent? Yeah, so my biggest uh, tip would be have a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think for me personally, I, I became a business owner uh, by default. Okay. It wasn't my plan, but I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say have a plan and have a plan for like the next two years and five years and ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then welcome a support system. Sure. So I must be honest, as a you know, as a single mom, oftentimes we get caught up in doing it all by yeah. ourselves. Yeah. And either we don't want anyone to help us, or mm-hmm. we don't want to ask for help. Yeah. Um, or if someone offers, we feel bad accepting right. it because yeah, we're like, well, me. I'm the mom, and that's I gotta me. do it all. Mm-hmm. So I would say, let go of that feeling very early. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me a long time to let go of that feeling, and so I often found myself feeling guilty when I couldn't be there. Right. For my children, so you know, welcome the support. You mm-hmm. know, um, a lot of people don't have it. Mm-hmm. So that would be my biggest tip is have have a plan as a business owner. Mm-hmm. Run your business like a business, not a hustle. Run That's your business like a business. Um, you know, get get you a financial advisor, all of that. Okay. Um, and then welcome the support and the help that you have from programs like Success After Six. Yeah. You know, yeah. from friends, from family, mm-hmm. um, and take care of you. Yeah. <laughs> take care <Absolutely>. of you. Absolutely. <laughs> sometimes we can lose ourselves just yes. um, in life and in things that we love, you know. Mm-hmm. We love being a mom. We love being a business owner, everything. But sometimes you can lose um, who you are. Mm-hmm. And so those are my three biggest tips. Have yeah. a plan, you know, get you a great support system, and make some time for you. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, <laughs> you, so you, you can relate. I can, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm definitely still learning how to balance that because I'm definitely that that person in general, but especially now that I'm a mom, mm-hmm. I put myself on the back burner, you know, and... <laughs> Um, you do feel guilty just doing the smallest yep. things for yourself because you're always like, well, I could be doing this or I could be yep. doing that for her. Or, yeah. And it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you especially with the role of a wife. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, having having been in that role and, and now divorce and transition now, I can it's a it is a lot. Yeah. Um, but we get to be in that role. We get to be a mom. We right. get to be a wife. We, you know. Exactly. And so the blessing in it is that we get to do it. Mm-hmm. And if we, you know, we have the support system and things, it it does not always be overwhelming. It's gonna be overwhelming sure. just because that's life. Sure. Yeah. But it, you know, it shouldn't be overwhelming mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. Right. That's that's very very true. And you brought up a good point that I haven't heard someone say before. To treat your business like a business and not a hustle. You expound on that a little bit. So I said that because I was guilty of that. Okay. Um, you know, I became a business owner by default. I, I was a nurse and a friend asked me to teach some CPR classes for daycare. And I just wanted to help. Okay. And so I taught for her daycare. And before I knew it, she had 30 to 40 other daycares in Columbus wow. that wanted my services. And so, because I didn't plan to be a business owner, I didn't have a plan, yes, Mrs. Okay. Pollock. And so, that was my <laughs> biggest downfall. I treated it like a hustle. You know, I, I I initially didn't have a business bank account. Okay. I initially did not, you know, I wasn't registered with Secretary of State as a business. Okay. As I made the money, I was spending the money. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't putting it in a business account. I didn't have anything set up. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have a quarterly plan. I didn't have a quarterly review. I had, mm-hmm. when I say nothing, yes. all I had was extra money. Okay. And at that time, I wasn't financially responsible. Mm-hmm. So I would have Monday, Monday at 6, and that money would be gone yeah. at 8 p.m. Because <laughs> I was going shopping. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, when you treat it as a business, you appreciate it. You have a plan for it. You know how it's going to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't spend the money just because it's there. Right. Um, you know, you plan to have employees or not. Mm-hmm. But then you plan for that. You know, mm-hmm. when I treated my business like a hustle, it really was a hustle. Got um, it. I didn't want to sew into it. I didn't want to pour back into my business. I didn't want to buy supplies or I would buy the cheap stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I didn't expect that it was going to take me, what is it, 2009 years later. I've had my business for nine years. Mm-hmm. And so I never thought I was going to be a business owner for nine years, so I didn't plan for it. Okay. It just happened. Mm-hmm. And so that would be the biggest thing I can tell anybody that wants to be a business owner yeah. is treated like a business, not a hustle. Mm-hmm. You know? Be professional. Absolutely. Yes. Be on, be on time. <laughs> if you're taking people's money, give them 100% of what they are expecting as far as quality, as mm-hmm. far as service. You know, have decent hygiene. Don't go delivering your services and goods. You know, looking yeah. like you just rolled out of bed. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. just, I'm just being honest from Absolutely. what I've seen, from what yes. I've encountered. Yes. Um, and you know, just give the great customer service that you would want to get. You know, if you were going right. to Dillard's or Macy's, you want, or to get your hair done or get your hair cut. Bless you. Thank you. You know, you want, you want great customer service. So as a business Absolutely. owner, I just, I just feel like, um, if you say you're a business owner, just deliver that to your customers. Right. That's right. what I say. Mm-hmm. And so, so you said that you were a nurse, and then you know you kind of stumbled into your business I did at what point did you make that shift like did you still continue as a nurse for a while before you did your business full time like what did that transition look like I did so I continued as a nurse um, I worked at a children's hospital in Columbus for about 14 years okay um, and I did the business while I was I had to do the business part time mm-hmm. while I worked full time as a nurse um, and a mom and a mom and, and a wife, wife. I was a wife oh, at that time <laughs> I was a wife at that time um, and so you know now it's been a blessing that I can oh my gosh God is so amazing mm-hmm. so it's been a blessing now that I don't have to work as hard I can okay. just work smart okay you know so back then I was probably working 50 to 60 hours a week as a nurse doing the business because you know when you make money you want more of it yeah. so I just, you know, that's <laughs> 
hours is working all these extra hours. I thought you were about to say 50, 60 hours total. <laughs> no, that was a week. That, that was, was a week. That was just for being a nurse. That was just for being a nurse. Um, wow. And, you know, still as a mom and stuff. And so mm-hmm. now having this opportunity, um, you know, I went back to school for nursing. I have a master's. And so now I teach okay. online. Praise God. Awesome. So yeah. I don't clock in. A, I don't clock into a building anymore as a mm-hmm. nurse. Um uh, so I, I teach online. I do first choice, um, and I have my hands in a few other um, uh, entrepreneurial endeavors. Okay. You know, we'll see how they turn out. Sure. Um, and I still get to be mommy. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's been a exciting, unexpected journey, mm-hmm. challenging, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very grateful. I don't know how I was working fifty hours a week, honey. <laughs> oh and still wow! Doing first choice and a mom. Yes. <laughs> like you got me thinking now. Like how did I make that work? It 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 worked. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that was the transition. So I, I I stayed a nurse. I just transitioned from working at the bedside to now only teaching online, okay. which gives me more time at home with my children. Yeah, so just grab my iPad out and mm-hmm. do what I need to do. That's awesome mm-hmm. to be able to see, like look back and see that growth. Like I don't know how oh I did gosh. it, but yeah. I don't know how I did it. Like I know I know it was God, but physically, sure. I don't know how. I yeah, did it. yeah. I mean, we make it happen. We moms, exactly. You know, we, we make just it happen. Figure it out, and we do what we got to do, and that's what it is. So. Yep, yep, yep. That's so. I've never looked back on it until now. Oh that's wow! Wow. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, I'm so busy, I just kind of keep it trucking. But now that you mentioned it, I'm like, man, how did I mm-hmm. do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's something. Well, I mean, definitely kudos on your accomplishments and making it to where you are right now. So coming back to Youngstown, um, I can imagine it was it was a different place. <laughs> so um, and I want to have candid, honest conversations about that because, you know, this is where we are and we still got to move forward. We're still raising our children here. Yeah. So, any any thoughts at all on what you see and how you see yourself being able to contribute? So, so what I see in the city now, um, wow. I'm just going to be honest. I mm-hmm. see despair. I see turmoil. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I see poverty, um, but then I see a lot of hope. Yeah. I see tons of leaders in Youngstown. Mm-hmm. I see tons of people who um, are powerful in the city, mm-hmm. um, but I don't necessarily see the consistent empowerment. I don't see the okay. consistency of people using that power and that leadership. Um, but I absolutely see the potential. Sure. Um, you know, for me coming back home, um, it was a sore spot. You know. Um, leaving in 95, of course I visited back and forth, mm-hmm. but coming back to live, live, mm-hmm. you know, a little piece of me was um, like, man, do I really want to move back mm-hmm. home? Because, you know, for me in Columbus, then coming back here, uh, just my, you know, my initial thought was, man, are you going backwards? Mm-hmm. But I knew I was coming back for a reason. Sure. You know, I knew I wanted to come and, and grow my business here, mm-hmm. and then whatever else God had for me, we would go from there. Mm-hmm. Um but now that I'm here, I see the purpose in me coming back. Absolutely. 100%. Um, you know, making the sacrifice of getting myself out of the way and not being selfish, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because of, you know, housing arrangements or whatever. You know, the city of Youngstown is just different. It mm-hmm. is it's just different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wanted to live in the city. I did not want to live in the suburbs. Okay. I wanted to live in the city on okay. purpose. Yeah. Um, so that I could be connected. Right. Immediately. Right. Um, and so that my children could um, see where mommy grew up at. Mm-hmm. Um, and because in Columbus we lived in a suburb, okay. And so I just, 
I wanted them to be unsheltered when okay. we moved here. You know, still protected, but unsheltered. Right. Okay. And so um, I'm excited about uh, the opportunities I have in the city to help, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. sow. Um, and I'm excited about connecting with, you know, connecting with people. I stay really busy. I'm on the road a whole lot. Okay. And so my prayer is that God will uh, free me up to be in Youngstown more. Got it. To do more work in the city. Got it. Um, so, you know, even have a few things in the works as far as, you know, um, you know, just, just different programs for young girls, young guys, um, awesome. you know, people in the city who, who want to do, who want to help and who want to do something. They're just not sure how. Right. It's a, it's tons of people in the city who want to help. They're mm-hmm. just not sure where to start. Mm-hmm. They just don't know what organization to hook up with. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they don't feel included or, mm-hmm. or something like that. So um, now that I'm here and I can see. Uh, the vision of, of what God wants me to do, I'm excited about it. Yeah. But of course, initially, I was a little discouraged. Like, man, I'm moving back back home. Got it. Yeah. Um, so, but now I'm excited because I know I have a purpose here. That's good. Yeah. Now, were you planning to move back before your daughter's father passed away, or? I was not. Okay. I was not planning to move back to Youngstown before my ex husband passed away. Okay. Um, when he passed away, uh, my biological mother passed away at the oh, same time. Wow. I'm so sorry. And then the lady who raised me passed away at the same time. And oh. so um, I don't even remember exactly what made me pinpoint it and say, yes, I'm moving. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the opportunity to build my business was there. Mm-hmm. But I also saw it as an opportunity for me to kind of reconnect with my family and and, and things back here in Youngstown. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wasn't working full-time at the hospital anymore, so I really didn't have anything tying me down to Columbus Mm -hmm. other than my business. Okay. So when I first moved back, I just drove to Columbus like four times a week. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just made it happen. Um, Yeah. And um, and so, yeah, I don't remember what exactly it was that made me say yes I'm going to move it probably was a series of things that I looked at the good and the bad mm-hmm. um, you know my plan uh, is to move back to Columbus uh, uh, you know once okay. things are settled here with my business okay. uh, we'll see what God says about that Sure. but Tish wants to move back but sure. if that's not what I'm supposed to be doing I'm open to staying mm-hmm. okay yeah okay yeah well, this has been an awesome conversation, <laughs> um, and just thank you for the opportunity to get Absolutely. to know you a little bit better Absolutely. and to be transparent with me. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you would want to share as just lasting words before we wrap up our episode? Um, you know what? With what I can say, being back in Youngstown has really allowed me to grow a whole lot. Um, you know, I found that coming back here showed me some of the selfish parts of me hmm. of not necessarily wanting to come back, but knowing I needed to because sure. there was work that I could do here. Right. Uh, that, you know, maybe I couldn't do in Columbus or it would not be as effective in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it allowed me to grow. It allowed me to be more selfless. Okay. Um, and it allowed me to be grateful, mm-hmm. more grateful, should I say. Um, just for the opportunity that I have, mm-hmm. I get to be a business owner. Mm-hmm. I get to drive to Columbus yeah. four days a week. And, yeah. You know, um, and so I think it allows me to be more intentional. I never, I never would have thought in a million years that I would be living in Youngstown. Okay. And when I initially moved back, I said two years and I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> so honey, when those two years came yeah. and the circumstances were not good for me to move back, I was just mm-hmm. very upset. I was frustrated. Oh, mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's taught me to just be, it's taught me to live in the moment, to mm-hmm. be intentional with life, mm-hmm. um, you know, and to always think about what can I do for somebody else? You know, oh, don't, right. don't be so, don't be so selfish all the time. Right. Okay. What I found. So I'm, I'm grateful. And it's given me this opportunity to, to, yeah. to do this interview with you. Yes. And to, 
you know, share my story. Yes, thank you. So thank you so much for sharing your story. Again, today we have sat down with Miss Letitia Dawson, who is a success after six parent, Youngstown native. We're here at Youngstown Community School, and thank you so much for listening to the Youngstown Parent Storytellers Project. Thank you. Yes. Man, thank you for the opportunity to